Welcome to the American Coach, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. I'm your host Matthew and today talking about season 3 episode 1, the return of Ted Lasso. Uh, still, I think, final season. Um, there's been some murmurings about it not being the final season. We'll see. We'll see what happens, I suppose. But it's been billed as the final season so far, so whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway. Season 3, Episode 1, Smells Like Mean Spirit. Okay. So I did my preview podcast a few weeks ago, whenever that was, and I said, look, I'm looking forward to the show coming back. It's a very good show. My expectations were not through the roof. I've enjoyed the two seasons so far. Didn't really quite get this show on a sort of Emmy multiple Emmy winning level but you know it won a lot of Emmys and some of the actors and actresses in the show have won some Emmys good I'm very happy for them they are part of a show that I very much enjoy but I never quite felt like the show was sort of this has to be this has to you know when you see something and you think this needs to get all the awards I'd never quite thought of Ted Lasso on that level I'd enjoyed the show I had a few bugaboos with a few different things so um Started the episode today, and I thought, okay, I'll see what they've got. I'm going to enjoy the season. I'm going to watch the rest of the show. I'm not like, you know, whatever. But um, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll enjoy the episode. It will do what it usually does. I'll enjoy it, and it will be it will be good. That that was what I was thinking. I thought it will be good. There will be some parts for me to not enjoy. I'll analyse those fairly. There will be some parts that I like. I'll analyse those fairly. I think this might be the best episode of the show. Um... I really, really feel, I really, really feel this episode was fantastically written, um, and I would say in terms of its tonal balance, was perfect, like actually perfect, in terms of, they've laid the groundwork really, really well in this first episode, um, they've really set up quite well, whether without the two characters talking, Nathan versus Ted for this final season, um, with some interesting elements to to that that I I thought were maybe going to be present, but I didn't quite expect to see in the way that we saw, and I was very delighted with those, particularly with uh, Rupert's inclusion in this episode. Um, yeah, I I really really enjoyed this episode. I really got what they were going for. I thought in terms of like um, again tonal balance in terms of the more serious things, Ted being Ted, Nathan trying to be egotistical and rude but being brought down a peg then back up a little bit but Rupert's kind of like above him so he can't you know be too sort of terrible or, or, or whatever I thought that was really really great um I thought Ted's interactions with um there's gonna there's two characters I'm I I sort of not forgot they were in the show I remember they were in the show I couldn't quite remember everybody's relationship with everybody Ted with his son I thought was really, really great. I thought Keely and, um, what's his name, Roy, their relationship with the the young girl, I thought was really great as well. Um, There was loads and loads and loads of really great little touches in this episode as well. I thought, even like the the smaller things, right, like um, Ted's son giving him a little Lego Premier League trophy before he went off, I thought that was great. Him saying to him, even like his conversations with his son, because the thing is, and I've, I've said this on a few things before, I don't ha- I don't know how old this kid is. With child actors or young actors, 
Some of them can come across a little bit more wooden and as if they're just saying their lines and not acting their lines. Um, whoever this little kid is I thought was great. I think we've seen him once or twice before. I don't remember him being a regular character. His interactions with Ted in terms of like, oh, you know, Nathan's like off to the side, but you can still be friends, right? And Ted has this reaction of like, yeah, I, I suppose we could we could try that. It's unlikely. But we could try that. Um, I thought that was really great. Um, it's, I don't know, it's interesting because after I watched Welcome to Wrexham, and obviously I'm aware of like the human side of football because I'm sort of, you know, part of it or whatever. Um, the, the outside of football parts in terms of, oh, you switch on a game, 90 minutes, switch it off and, and that's it. There's like, okay... This this sport is run by people. These people have lives. These people have emotions, um, and you don't always quite think about that unless you see them in in, in interviews and things. And le- just little touches of like um, the yeah the, the example I just gave in terms of you know um, the the little guy saying to Ted, um, oh you can still be friends that kind of thing. Um, I thought that was that was really great because um, yeah I really enjoyed what they did with Nathan in this episode I thought that was that was great because you know they introduced Nathan in the episode and he's like I'm the boss he's walking around like he's the boss he's got his I think assistant coming comes into the um, his office and he's like go away he doesn't care I don't care what you have to say just you go away I'm I'm the boss here and he talks to Rupert and I really enjoyed his interactions with Rupert in this episode because it wasn't sort of because it, it was interesting the way that they played it out right because Nathan's talking to one of the West Ham players and he's like oh this is the dumb dumb line and all this kind of stuff right gets called into the office you assume as a viewer oh he's being called into the office because um, Rupert's going to tell him off because he just saw him say that or you know that the players may be complaining about you know him not being um, nice or, or, or something like that. And no, he gets called in because it's just a chat about, you know, Richmond and where that kind of is and mistaking his car for like the cleaner's car. And Rupert's like, oh, that's your your car kind of thing. Gives him a new car by the end of the episode and all, all that kind of stuff. So it's this inter- it's, it's a really interesting balance where uh, with, with Nathan and with um, Rupert where Nathan does have an ego about him. Both Both of these men do have an ego about them. But it's sort of, you got to remember, Nathan, okay, you are the manager, you are, like, a massive part of this, but Rupert's above you, you know, and how that's going to play itself out throughout this season. And li- little things like Nathan being knocked down a peg slightly because of his car, but then Rupert Rupert pushes him back up by giving him, him another car, so gives him another ego boost. And then things like the press conference thing with Nathan, um where it was um he had to remember the bad stuff that happened to him at Richmond or, or where he doesn't where he doesn't feel like he was treated as well at Richmond and using that for motivation to sort of like instead of him speaking good about his team it's more him trying to take the piss out of Ted but Ted's just totally not bothered by it um I gave a prediction in the in the preview podcast as to how I thought how I think the show is going to end I don't know anything it's just a prediction as a fan and in case you missed that uh, what I said was, I think what's going to happen, um, either the episode before the last one or the last one or somewhere around the end, 
is West Ham will play against Rich- Richmond, whether it's in some sort of like league points decider, because it could be sort of Richmond have to win to not get relegated, or it's a cup final, or uh, West Ham have to win to win the league, or you know, something like that. And my prediction was that um, Nathan would win, the West Ham would win the game, and it would mean something bad for Richmond, whether it would be losing the cup final or relegation or something good for West Ham, like winning a trophy or winning the league. And instead of it being about being down and out, it would be sort of like the belief human side of, of things. Um, which is interesting because in this episode, um, what was it? I think uh, Ted's son says to him, like, oh, it's all about winning, right? And all this kind of stuff. And um, Ted says, like, it isn't. And obviously, you know... It's interesting that, that when you see the two different press conferences in this episode and Ted's very sort of just like keeping the keeping the spirit of the team up and not having not having the egotistical sort of I'm going to win everything. And that doesn't mean wanting to win everything doesn't mean you have an ego automatically. Um, it means that you want to do well. But there's a certain way of approaching it and Nathan's way of approaching it is more toxic than what Ted's is. And Ted's is very much more sort of you know, you've, you've got literally the poster in the dressing room, the B- Believe thing, and you had the teaser trailer with Believe, that's what this is. This has kind of all been about. Um, and it was very, very interesting to see them, again, not clash, because they don't talk to each other, they don't meet in the episode, they don't have a conversation. Um, their te- Technically, their conversation in the episode is Nathan says something in a press conference, and Ted responds to it in a press conference, but they don't talk to each other. Um, and I, I found that to be very, very interesting, but... Just seeing the two different sides of of this, and there's lots of other interesting stuff going on here in this episode as well. Seeing um, like the sewer thing, and Nathan's like, "Oh, he's shit coach and all this kind of stuff." But Ted looks at it as like, "No, this is a metaphor for negativity and pushing through it," because that's the way that Ted looks at, at things. Um, and it's interesting in in this as well. Um, how what's his name Roy? Roy is the one of like oh yeah four four two works. They've done it before. Um, he's doing more the tactics thing, and Ted is Ted is there with the helpful supportive metaphors. And I thought because that's something that had annoyed me previously in the show. Because when I started watching the show, I thought oh an American coach who knows nothing about football and thinks the game's played in quarters. How is, what is he going, what's his tactics and ideas, what what is he going to do with a British football team, which is completely different to American football, and the show's never really kind of gone where, where I've wanted to for that, but um, I guess it's not really been about that, but see, I, I thought that that's, that's it, because for what I want the show to be, which it isn't quite that, but it's good at doing its own thing, when you had the scene of Okay, Roy is going to be the one with the four four two board speaking to Coach Beard, and Ted's going to be like the supportive, the supportive coach kind of thing, and how that kind of glued itself together. It kind of helped me in in this episode, if if that makes sense. Um, but lots of really great stuff. I thought Keely and Rebecca's interactions were fantastic. Um, Higgins not being in a cupboard in this episode, and that's not a that's not a coming out metaphor. I've talked about that before. Um, about like, because he gave his office up for Rebecca, and ever since then it's been Higgins has been locked in cupboards again. Not not a sort of queer metaphor of, of coming out of the cupboard or being in the closet. N- nothing to do with that. Um, it's been played off as a joke as like 
as to where Higgins is going to work. Very glad not to see him in any cupboards this week. Uh, hopefully never again because some people seem to find that funny. I thought it was just kind of silly and made Higgins out to be a bit of a joke of a character. Um, but him being him being sort of involved just just enough. Um, yeah, just just all around. I thought this was a really 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 well balanced episode. Um, but maybe it just clicked with me more. Maybe it just I don't know. I. Because once I did my season three preview, um, and watched this episode and really pushed out of my mind of like, don't expect any tactics talk from Ted. We're in the final season. We've had two seasons. You know what the show is, and I guess just me sort of pushing, pushing my, not my expectations, what I want out of the show to the side, and delving more into no this is what this show actually is which maybe I should have done that a while ago I mean it's not like ruin the show I've just wanted something different out of the show than what it's given to me but what it's given to me has been very good again not necessarily Emmy level in my opinion but something still very very good um but I I do think what's helped me to get into this episode is watching the welcome to Wrexham thing um, because it's that human side of football and I know those are two different things obviously that's a documentary about uh, Ryan and Rob and buying Wrexham and all that kind of stuff, but the human side of football as opposed to the tactics side. Um, so yeah, I, I I settled in with that with this episode and uh, enjoyed it a lot more. That aside, though, like writing was incredible, balance of tone was was really great. Um, there wasn't anything useless or sort of silly in this episode. Again, no Higgins in 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 cupboards in this week's episode. Um, yeah, I thought it was balanced really, really well. Really incredibly well written. Structure was really great. Because uh, you are flipping between a few different characters in this. Um, but I, th- I thought it was really, really good. So Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link
Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Let's move on to a few uh, character-specific things. Um, already talked about Ted and his son. That was really, really great. Again, little little touches of, like, any... I will eat up even, like... Because that's, like, a football... Well, not really an Easter egg. Easter egg is more sort of something was sitting on a table or on a wall, and it, it, it's a nod to something. Like, there was a conversation about the little Premier League um, uh, Lego piece or whatever. Um... Any little sort of reference, like even the, the little Lego kind of pitch thing um, with all the characters, I thought that was really great. Any sort of little Easter egg, mention of football, nugget of football, mention of a team's name, seeing a team stadium, the West Ham Stadium. I still don't know why they've got that stadium, but that's a whole different topic. Um, yeah, because they were given, was it the Olympic Stadium? Um, I can't even remember now. It's not Wembley, is it? It's the... Uh, I think it's the Olympic Stadium. Why that went to West Ham, I'll never understand. But uh, there's probably some reason. Anyway, uh, great to see that. Anyway, that's that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, I thought the shot as well of... Because there's kind of two contrasting different things of um, Nathan going to work in this little car, which, you know, you got Premier League money. Um, and I, I suppose it's Rupert looking at that and thinking, hang on a minute, we're Premier League a Premier League team, uh, you should have a better car than that. And then him leaving with the better car, with the with the night shot and stuff like that. Um, I thought that was uh, that was quite good. Uh, but yeah, it was because you kind of start off with the TED stuff right in this episode of the um, the airport and everything, and him talking to the, the therapist and stuff. Great to see her still in the show. I I couldn't quite remember if she had obviously she hasn't left. She's in this episode. Because she had to leave Richmond at some point, but she kept in contact with Ted. So that's a good way to keep her in the show. Because uh, she was sort of the team therapist, wasn't she? Um, but that was um, <clears throat> good to see as well. Um, but yeah, Ted kind of pushing his emotions to the side or pushing them down or whatever way you want to say that. And um, I noticed that the amount of times the therapist character... Is it Sharon, I think her name is? Um was like oh but how did it really go but how did it really go because we all we all have a tendency right of like oh how are you doing oh, i'm right yeah and most of the time most of us i guess are like you know okay we've all got our problems and, and things like that but again that human side of things um so that was good 
Uh, Rebecca and uh, Keely, yeah, enjoyed their interactions. They're very sisterly, sort of. It's not really a mother-daughter relationship. It's very much a sisterly sort of uh, friendship. And uh, very much enjoyed that. Um, I like, again, in, you know, hey, here's my new office. And here's my, like, best sister friend, Rebecca. She's my guru and all this kind of, like, really, really cool. And then closes the blinds. Like, oh, that's great. But she's dealing with different emotions. And doesn't quite... um, understand not not misunderstand her job like she didn't know that woman was her financial um advisor or whatever i thought that was interesting so um again in terms of the emotions and and things like is keely actually happy here and what made her happy was seeing her friend and i I thought that was really great i'd be curious to see um because obviously you've got keely and you've got roy which is where you're going to bring some more interaction as well because even though they've broken up or whatever, obviously they're still going to see each other. Um, how much time we, where we spend time with Keely this season, and um, like how often do we go to her office? How often does she have conversations with Rebecca? And I mean, you could have a simple scene right where, um, let's say Higgins, because it used to be Higgins, Keely, and Rebecca would meet and talk in that office, right? Uh, assuming. Higgins wasn't sitting in the cupboard <laughs> but um it used to be the three of them they would talk about something right and Ted would come along with his biscuits and that would be the interaction right I wonder if you can do um a scene where it's Higgins Rebecca and Ted in that room like Ted pops up for a visit gives her the biscuits or whatever that's like become their thing hasn't it and then because I, I don't know the geography of between Keeley's office and where Rebecca's office is. I, I have no idea. Um, but then if you have a quick, not smash cut, but a quick cut and a quick edit to where she says, like, oh, I'm going to travel to meet Keeley for such and such. And rather than having inconvenience of like travel time, you just cut to the next scene in Rebecca's, which is what you basically did do in this episode. But I'm just wondering how many times and how many reasons are you going to get for characters to go to see Keeley? Or are you going to do it the other way around where Keely gets reasons to be in Rebecca's office? Because even when they're watching like Nathan's press conference, Keely's not there. It's um, Rebecca and and Higgins. So yeah, I'm curious about Keely's inclusion in this season. Um, I'm not sure why that change was, was made. Obviously, it's like, you know, character decided to do something else. Um, but I wonder if there was any other reasons for that. Who knows? Maybe next episode, Keely quits that job and comes back or something. Like, it could be something very temporary. Um, in terms of people like, I don't have much to say about Jamie this episode, he didn't really get a highlighted thing, Roy as well, not really a lot to say there, I've already talked about the whole tactics thing, which I thought was a a good blend of that scene, Coach Beard, not a ton to say about as well, already talked about Nathan, yeah, Sharon is, um, is, uh, yeah, Sarah Niles plays, uh, Sharon, um, talked about Nathan, Coach Beard, so again, I like the interactions between, um, the, the, the dressing room slash office scenes where you've got, like, bit of Jamie, bit of Roy, bit of Coach Beard, bit of Higgins, bit of Ted, that's the, uh, the, the football bits of it, so that was good, um, but no, overall, a very, very well written episode, um, thought the writing was fantastic in terms of tonal balance and sort of, Characters getting knocked down a peg or questioned on things and then rising back up, getting knocked back down, whatever. Um, Because sometimes when you do things like that, it can feel a bit tonally all over the place. Like, oh, one minute it's happy, one minute it's sad, one minute it's happy, one minute it's sad. 
Um, but I thought this episode did that very, very well. But I think they've laid... I really, really like... Because I, I think that the main thing we're going to get this season is Nathan versus Ted. Depends on how much they see each other, but that's what, you can have, that's what you're going to kind of get. And even just simple things like Nathan's training sessions as opposed to Ted's, which already we know are going to be very different um and how that kind of fits into things um i'm curious to see as well like i mean there's a lot of things i'm curious about which is which is great for this episode they've, they've laid a lot of really good groundwork for the season um if nathan or rupert actually like um annoy each other like if if nathan actually does something where rupert's like right we need to have a word about this or the other way around and how that's going to kind of go, because one one way that that's going to work quite well, I think, and Rupert's inclusion is going to be very good for that, is if Nathan gets too egotistical, too sort of high and mighty, so to speak, Rupert's there um, to just knock him down a little sort of peg, um, and I think that's going to be very good. So you don't you don't have that. That's where it's going to be so interesting. The contrast between Nathan and Ted is because. That's not happening in in uh, Richmond because everybody actually likes each other that that works there. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, curious to see if there's any more. Obviously, there'll be some more press conferences. How Nathan's going to handle those? How Ted's going to handle his ones? Um, but yeah, just just the, the, like even simple things like the difference between the two of them: press conferences, training, how they speak to each other, what they're like with other people. Um, and I think. So from like end season two, Nathan leaves West Ham, you know, goes to West Ham, all that kind of thing, and Ted still being Ted. I mean, there's a text, isn't there, from from Keely to I think to Rebecca at a point in this episode, and it's like good. I think she said good on you for letting Ted be Ted. That's kind of what you got to do, right? Um, so we'll see. Because I liked as well um, in Ted's press conference, he says like a couple of things, and Rebecca's like. Oh, not sure how to feel about that. But then Ted sort of brings it back around, and like Ted's just a likable guy that guy that people like to talk to. Um, so yeah, all good, very very good, very very happy with the where the show is at. It depends what the show does. And now that you've built up such great momentum, I feel like there's some really great momentum, really great groundwork that's built between all these characters and sort of what's going on. Um, depends what you do with that. What you do with the characters if you put Higgins back in any cupboards? Let's not do that again. Um, and uh, yeah, like what's going to happen with Keeley? Um, you know, is Ted going to have more conversations with his son? What's that going to kind of be like? Lots of really great dynamics that have been set up. Because even with something like Rupert and Nathan, we haven't really seen. I mean, how many episodes have Rupert been in? Three, maybe. He was in what the first one. He was in the funeral episode last season. He was maybe in like one or two more. Um, Rupert's an interesting character that's not been on screen that much, which makes him kind of almost more interesting because like, we, we know who he is and what he's about and that, and obviously Rebecca's relationship with him. Um, but now that he's seemingly going to be a bit... I hope he is a bit more regular this season, particularly with what they set up there with Nathan, I think that could be very good. Anyway, that's my thoughts on uh, the opening episode here, season 3, episode 1 for Ted Lasso. Um, I think we've got like 13 of these or, or something, so still a ways to go yet. I'm curious to see as well, uh, let me just check actually, because this episode was a little bit longer than I was expecting, it's like a 45 minute episode. 
Um, it doesn't have the time sensitive here for the other ones. Anyway, um, yeah, curious to see if they go with like some more thirty-minute episodes or h- how the pacing is going to kind of go for this season. Because I don't really know. Because to me, it's been set up. You know, Ted versus Nathan final season. If it's going to be the final season. And I called my preview podcast the final season preview podcast because that is the information I had. If you looked up anywhere about season three information, it said for a while that it's been three seasons and that was what was planned. But there seems to be some murmurings going on about like, oh, it might not be or whatever. Do you have enough content? 13, let's say 13 episodes. Let's stick with that for now. 45 minutes times 13. Because I don't quite know. I think a few of the episodes are going to need to be 30 minutes. But then I don't know what's coming up. So we shall see. Anyway, what did you think of this opening episode for Ted Lasso? I think it's one of the best of the show. I still think there was episode like 7 or 8 of last season. I can't remember which one it was. Um, I'll probably look it up. I remember the thing for it. Uh, it was episode last season that I thought was like a near perfect episode of Ted Lasso. Um... Let me see if I can find which one that is. It was a season two episode. I remember what the picture looked like for it. It was season two episode six, The Signal, as a picture of Ted and the other coaches and Nathan standing there. Um, I can't remember the specifics of what happened in the episode because it's been a while. That, I think, is the best episode of Ted Lasso. And I think, from what I remember from that episode, it's still better than this one. So I, I would put this at number two, but still... Very, very good episode. Anyway, what did you think of Ted Lasso's return? Good, bad, not good, or whatever. Um, What do you think of what's been set up? Do you think this is or should be the final season? Because there's two different ways to approach that. I understand people love the show. They want it to be around for 10 seasons. uh, But not every show works like that. Anyway, what's your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments? Whatever about this season. Any of my thoughts and that sort of stuff uh matthewdentertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk is a contact page information in your show notes email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable in the email name in your show notes as well in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org uh tv and podcast platforms uh tv games films main night podcasts uh, it's going to be interesting doing the united cast i mean i was probably doing it before uh with season two doing this and the united cast at the same time, uh, not related really apart from football, but uh, that would be interesting. So, um, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look out for what we do. Uh, if you want to support us in other ways, you can tell other people about what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media. Um, yeah, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, add free podcasts of your options. Have a look at that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news over on Geek Town Radio, geektown.co.uk. Uh, for TV, film, news, uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates. Uh, new Geek Town Radio from yesterday for Tuesdays. Uh, that was um, Bex returning, which was great. Um, I've actually listened to that one, all of it. So that was really good. Uh, be a Geek Town Radio, geektown.co.uk, TV and film news. Uh, Bex herself, you can find her over on Twitch, uh, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, uh, for retro chat, game streams, all those sorts of things. Uh, me over on Twitch occasionally, uh, eTalk UK, and if you miss those streams, any of them from the past, they've all been archived and whatever, and game clips, uh, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.